What's going on, everybody? This is Justin coming to you live from Pacific Beach, San Diego, California. Another beautiful day out here, 75, sunny, no complaints. Um, we've got a loaded podcast for you guys this week, a little summer check-in. Uh, we've got some headlines this week. we got a bachelor party for young Jacob Gilman, uh, a little Zambies corner action, and then summer activity segment. Uh, we've got a full crew tonight. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jake, and super special guest, Zane. Fellas, how are we doing? Paige, doing well. This is Jake up in Seattle. Feels good to be back on the pod with everyone. I have uh, my own special guest, Will in here in studio. Yeah, baby. So Live audience. He's chiming in from time to time as he's packing his bag. Gentlemen, 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 great to see your smiling faces. I feel like despite the fact that we haven't recorded in like a month uh we've still seen each other plenty this summer uh the vibes are strong as we're heading past the halfway point i'd say of this summer uh the the sports headlines are still rolling in uh we still have many group gatherings uh for the remainder of july and august can't wait to dig into it with you boys Absolutely. Great to see you guys as always. And we got a full intern crew tonight. Sambi, Coop, Dan, how we doing? What's going on, amigos? Wow, it's been a while since I've said that. Um, intern Coop here. Um, and yeah, I'm pumped to be back. I missed you guys. I miss the listeners. I miss talking Zags. Um, I miss talking about everything else. Um, so yeah, let's get it going. What is up, listeners? Intern Zambi coming to you live from God's Country, Spokompton. Uh, it finally cooled down a little bit, so that's been really nice today. And we are joined by not intern Baja, alas, intern Ollie, the family cat. And we've bonded a lot over the past 24 hours, and she's ready to dive deep into some Zag action. Love it, Zambi. What's up, everybody? Intern Dan coming to you also. From beautiful God's country. Absolutely gorgeous day today. Uh, fantastic to be back with you guys. See all your beautiful smiling faces. Uh, excited to uh, dig in and excited to see you all and get after it for another weekend of debauchery this weekend. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Absolutely. A little foreshadowing there. But uh, some uh, some Zag news on the horizon for all of our lovely listeners. Uh, first and foremost, Marcus Adams commits to... Gonzaga Bulldogs. Fellas, what do we know about Marcus Adams? Super athletic. I think the day after he committed, he like dropped 50 points in a in some game. Like he's he's a great addition to the team. What six eight, six nine freshman. He, he it's interesting because he's technically transferring because he signed a letter of intent for Kansas, but he hasn't played any college basketball yet. He's a he's a freshman. Um so I think he'll be an awesome addition to the future Zags, but I think with how full our, our front court is, there's not a whole lot of minutes for him. Yeah, slight slight correction, Jake. He not only signed a letter of intent, but he actually enrolled at Kansas and was there for just over a month before. Uh, oh, in like the summer order. classes? Yeah, I think there was something not like sure. that. And then kind of kind of an odd transfer situation, right? Like you kind of wonder what is going on there. Is this a Marcus Adams thing or is this a Kansas basketball and or university thing? 
I don't really know. Marcus Adams says it just was a bad fit right away. And he knew right away. I kind of, I kind of respect that move. You know, don't, don't let it linger. Don't let this sort of issue hang over the team and drag, you know, the Kansas team down and just kind of get out and do your thing. Find, find out where you fit. I trust the the coaching staff. Um, they're, they're pretty picky when it comes to transfers and they rarely miss. Um, even though maybe, maybe in recent history, they have missed on a, a couple, <clears throat> Mr. Flashlight himself. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think there is some talk out there about, you know, uh, where does he fit on the, on the floor with this team? You know, what kind of minutes is he going to get? Does he really fill some of the gaps that, that we're trying to, you know, fill at this point, particularly at the guard spot. I kind of anticipate that he and Stromer are kind of just going to split some minutes, you know, almost in garbage time, maybe towards the end of the first half, they're going to get some buckets, but this is not those guys year. Their year is going to be next year. Uh, welcome aboard. Welcome to the ship. Let's fucking ride, baby. Another big recruit. I think he was like 13th ranked first position in the, in the country. So solid pickup by few and a nice surprise in July. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's quick. Don't worry. Um, I haven't really seen too much of him, but, um, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys, is this our last scholarship that we have? We have two more. Two more? Yep. Oh. Oh, what is that one guy? He's been I, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna derail it. Carry on. That's good. Well, um, I think what's cool to note, I mean, I think it's a huge pickup, just like what you guys are saying. I think what's great is I think pretty much everyone will have the opportunity to obviously it's the world of the transfer portal and NIL, but everyone besides Anton will have the chance to come back the following year and no one's like a clear cut, you know, first rounder by any means, unless someone absolutely blows up. Um, so, you know, I think it's a very talented roster this season. I think we should definitely temper expectations um, in regards to success. I think keeping the sweet 16 streak alive should always be the goal. Um, but 2024 could be a very, very fun year. 2024, 2025. Yeah, I think with this one, um, I was honestly surprised by it. Like I, I knew that there were there were rumblings of us maybe getting in, maybe getting them up here for a visit. I just had a hard time believing that somebody was, that was going to Kansas as a freshman was just going to jump ship and come to Gonzaga. Like that's a totally different type of player. Usually, I feel like that that goes to Kansas versus that goes to Gonzaga. And typically, you know, with like a blue blood program like that, I don't think somebody's transferring. Is is someone watching TV? Was that? Was that <laughs> what what the hell was that? I just heard like a like a quick like mansplaining bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't know what's going on there. Okay. I thought it was Zay just laughing at Dan's take for a second. I'm like, Dan, <laughs> that, was, that was not me. I was gonna get into something. Now I totally lost it. Um, but what I was thinking, I think, is just that like you know somebody that's that's gonna transfer out of a blue blood program probably did so for playing time, but that's like we're saying really can't be the case on this team. So whatever it is mentally, um, you know, just making sure that like he's got the right makeup to come into this program and continue to be an impact transfer. I mean, again, I trust the coaching staff. Like we've never missed on uh, like a a culture fit or somebody that, that, you know, works hard and and kind of understands their role. Have we missed on talent with with Efton Reed most recently? (laughs) Yes. Missed badly. 
Um, but uh, I think this guy is is one that uh, is just a skill set that you can't pass up if if you've got somebody like that. Six eight can shoot it really good. Athlete uh, comes from Southern California. Zan, I believe, he went to Narbonne High School. So that's mm-hmm. pretty good athletic pedigree down there. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much expectations for him as a freshman, but I think he could pop off next year, especially if uh, a certain point guard by the name of the same, um, you know, video conferencing platform that we're using right now also decides to roll at Gonzaga. Ooh. Is there a chance that he can um, early commit? Can he just come this year? Zoom? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's already missed that. Damn it. Can he he can't do the Ben Gregg thing where he joins up in like January? I think that was a special COVID um Ah. exception. Well yeah, I think because like Ben Gregg didn't have a senior season that they just said, Yeah, fuck it, you can you can join. Um question question for the group. Um, I think. For Marcus Adams, he was like ranked 47th by 247. But I go on ESPN top 100 and he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> like, can someone explain to me that? Like, how that works? Is it just different? I'm with you, Coop. I, 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 when he first committed, I went to like five different platforms and he ranged anywhere from like 20 to not ranked at all. So I, I think it's just different voters watching different athletes and having different opinions. Um, I think that's the most logical guess, but I really don't know. I haven't actually seen a player ranked this high in some in some rankings and then not ranked at all in others. So no idea what's what's what that's about. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no clue, but um no. Always good to add another four star, especially when it's a guy that was originally committed to Kansas. Um, I think that that says a lot. And yeah, I don't, I don't think you know we should be expecting too much from Marcus Adams year one. I think he's definitely you know a two or three year player um, at first glance. But um, good add, solid, solid work feel. Question, question for the pod, and it's sort of the elephant in the room. We talked about it a little bit before we hopped on. Um, this will be out of our 11 scholarship players. He, Marcus Adams will be our eighth forward with three other guards on the team. Yeah. Is there, is there a concern there or is this as Paige likes to call it just positionless basketball? I'm very concerned. Like when you're saying he would probably have the same type of minutes as Stromer, like, I don't think that's true at all. And not because uh, Marcus Adams isn't as good of a prospect as Stromer. It's just there's no minutes. Like, I think we have so much, so many more senior guys in his role. And, like, Stromer's going to have to relieve Nemhard and Hickman. Like, we can't just – we need somebody who can, like, dribble the basketball, like, handle the ball and distribute it. Um, yeah, I'm very concerned if we don't get another guard. Can't the South Korean guy handle? He, well? He's a forward. He's not like he's not like Magic Johnson. Yeah, but Julian Schroffen brought, brought up the ball. Yeah, but he wasn't our main distributor. That's a fact. I I kind of think, and I don't know if this is likely to occur, but I'm kind of envisioning a scenario where we're kind of almost running a platoon. One platoon led by Nemhard, another 
by Hickman. I don't know if that's the most likely thing to happen because I think when we all go through who we think our starting five should be, both of those guys are on the floor. I just, like Jake said, who runs this team when Hickman and Nemhard are both off the floor? That's kind of concerning to me. I don't know that it's possible to have them both off the floor for any extended period of time, uh, like in a, in a real game scenario. I, I just don't know that that's even possible. Yeah, I think they're each going to average like 38 minutes a game of, of playing time. It, let's think uh, when uh, when we had uh, um, Josh Perkins and Nigel Williams. When we run in that, basically, as a they would both start and then they would. But we had yeah, like, but, but we had Jordan Matthews who could bring up the ball pretty reliably as well. And Jordan Matthews really is a is a guard. Yeah, and he was a, a like if Stromer was a proven thing, not a freshman, I'd be less worried. But he's a freshman, like that's a lot of responsibility for yeah. a freshman. So I have I have a bit of a hot take on this, um, and this just kind of a light bulb went on. Um, but I think a big reason why this player came back is, and um, given his player comp in the NBA, um, I think Anton came back, you know, knowing that he could be. A big pivotal part and i think obviously the ball is going to be in uh nemhard's hands most of the time but when nemhard's off the court i wouldn't be at all surprised if you see anton really running the offense if anton watson is dribbling the ball up the court i am very concerned about this <laughs> team i think you know i yeah it's obviously a huge leap if he going from you know being you know back to the basket player to bringing the ball up but i think you know if he wants to make it to the next level and be an NBA player, I think he kind of has to be able to do, you know, multiple things. So, and I'm sure he's had conversations with Mark few about that, but that's just my, you know, kind of bold take is that he could be taking the ball up. And when we see Hickman and uh, Nemhard getting rest, but um, if that happens, who knows? I think there's a lot of just unknown with this. Uh, sort of conversation here. Like, I, I don't know if Steel Venters can handle the ball. Guy could, guy could be a very good ball handler, and I have absolutely no idea. Um, kind of like Will said, I think you know, Yo could be, could be a surprise. That that video of Yo and Stromer hitting like twenty one straight threes uh, in practice, was spicy boys. It was spicy. <laughs> you're right yeah that we need someone crazy. we need someone to get them open looks though so. <laughs> yeah i think i think That's what it's going to come down to there the, neither one of them will be off at the same time in regards to hickman and nemhard nemhard came here to run the show hickman's going to relieve him of those duties from time to time um and i think anton's gonna have a pivotal part just like uh coop said i think it'll be more so in the half court offense not necessarily bringing the ball up but yeah, I, I think for the course of the however long the game is 40 minutes, one of those two guys is going to be carrying the ball up and you could stagger it. Right. So whoever maybe gets into foul trouble, steps out for a second. The other guy takes over, sub the other guy in for the rest of the second half and then close out each half with both of them on the court, most likely. Um, but the depth is a little shallow if one of them goes down, God forbid, with a with an injury. That's definitely concerning. One last thought to round that out. I do think that with us having those other scholarship players remaining, 
I feel like at some, like we're going to add some sort of old guard at some point that it's just like, all right, this is our best option. We got to bring him in. We just need a body that has played some college basketball that can also play guard for us. Again, Aaron Cook type, probably not as good at this point, um, but I still feel like there's somebody that 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 we're going to be able to stumble upon. Upon. You know what would have been great? Hunter Salas. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I The more... Yeah, Malachi more, Smith? That's Malachi. Malachi would be perfect. <laughs> Malachi would have been great. Malachi didn't really do much in Summer League, did he? Ugh. Well, yeah. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's keep it moving. Some more Zags news. Uh, the Maui tournament matchups did come out, and for whatever reason, they decided to place the Zags uh, up against Mighty Purdue, uh, which is all familiar to us Zag fans from last year, getting whopped by Zach Eady, the mountain that he is in the middle. And we didn't really add any height, per se. Um, maybe some more bodies to throw them at. We've got eight forwards now, so maybe we should play hack a shack. Maybe some hack a shack. He shoots free throws amazingly. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. He is a decent free throw shooter, but it's neither here nor there. What do we think about this matchup, guys? It's kind of uh kind of fucked up that they place us against them in the first round. Uh, I personally really like it. Um you know, I think we uh, they left a little bad taste in our mouth after the the PK tournament last year, um, and I think we'll have a better, better, uh, better defense for Edie, and we'll have a better backcourt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll let Edie get his, but um, I think we'll be in much better position this time around. Yeah, I'll, I'll side with Cooper on this one. I kind of love the matchup. Um, not because of our matchups, but because of the edge that I would hope this Gonzaga team would have in this game. Um, there's no, there's no easy way or there's no easy way to sugarcoat this or anything. Um, they absolutely fucked on us last year. And so I would hope that Gonzaga could come out with the chip on their shoulder. The flip side is that. Purdue is going to have a huge chip on their shoulder as well, having lost to a 16 seed in the tournament. And so I think this is going to be a pretty emotional game, honestly, for two schools that don't really have any history aside from last year. I, I, I really like the matchup. Um, yeah, we didn't add any hype, but I think we added a ton of athleticism that we were severely lacking last year when we played Purdue. I also think that we added – uh, quite a bit more, you know, with the, with the three ball that we can attack them with. Um, Edie was basically able to just get his at will last year against us um, because he was matched up against, you know, Drew Timmy for the most part, maybe Anton Watson when he wasn't fouling. This year we got bodies to throw at him, like, like you know, Cooper said. Um, and so I, I like it. I'm excited for it. This bracket is just absolutely electric, though. I mean, there are – ESPN released it's like early Jeff Borzello top 25 and there are five top 10 teams in this bracket total with Tennessee looming in the in the background for a game uh two if we were to get there against them this is going to be a brutal Maui invitational for the Zags to to come out with a W for but no better way to start than knock off the highest ranked team in the in the entire tournament so let's get it done easy road from there on right isn't Kansas the highest ranked team? 
Oh, you're right. Kansas is. <laughs> so we're looking at if we if we do run the table, uh, playing Purdue, Tennessee, and KU. Yeah, I'd be pissed if I'm Purdue and I have to play Gonzaga in the first round. Like they should get to play like Syracuse or somebody, right? What do you think? How? Yeah. Because what Kansas gets to play Shamanad uh, or whatever that made up school is out there, um, and then. Like after that, you would think Purdue would get a play. I would say Syracuse is the easiest team, right? Who's Marquette playing? Marquette's playing Syracuse. UCLA. Unranked, yeah. gutted UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. I think with this uh, opening game against Purdue, it might be a hot take, but I think this is going to be Graham EK's coming out party. I think he's going to have a day. He's going to get in foul trouble, and he's just going to own the pain. Great opportunity for EK to introduce himself to the national landscape here. (laughs) Damn right. I'm sorry, Zambi. Oh, no, that's just damn right. (laughs) Do you guys think we'll see some Caden Perry in this game? If case we need a – he's probably our most intimidating center, would you say? Like rim-protecting-wise. I don't know. I think if Caden Perry's playing, we're probably in foul trouble. Let's see what Caden Perry can do at uh, Craziness in the Kennel before we uh, <laughs> Maybe we should just hockey sub all of our forwards. I, I think it's going to be the EK and Ben Gregg show against against uh, against Big Edie. No Watson? Well, Watson, yeah, of course. Yeah, oh. of course. Those are three solid bodies to toss him, I think. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, Throw yeah, some Jutsu Kiao. Yeah. Jutsu Kiao, of course. Ooh. I was, I was going to say, yeah, for that game, um, that's probably the first game that we'll play that kind of has that national audience, I would think. I don't know what else we have before that. So a lot of people that have watched Gonzaga for the last, you know, 27 years, as they want to say, Drew Timmy's been there. Um, but now it'll be Anton and, and EK and Ben Gregg and, you know, maybe, maybe Caden Perry, I think everyone said it best. We have a lot more to see before we can expect to count on him to do anything on a basketball court for us. God willing, he will be there and we definitely hope for that. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, Anton, you know, having the reigning player of the year, uh, you know, opposite of him, that'll be a great matchup. That'll be a great opportunity for, for, for him to show that, uh, you know, just what he's capable of being the focal point. Um maybe not the focal point, but more of a focal point with uh, Timmy Gunn. So gr- great opportunity. I think that, again, the uh, chip on the shoulder that that these guys will have. And I think last time we were in Maui, I, I want to say we won the whole thing. Right? Am yeah, I right on that? The Duke, right? Oh, such yeah, a great game. Oh, that was the, wow. Possibly the best game uh, that season. Definitely that season. But I'd put that in like a like watchability-wise, like rewatchability. Probably the UCLA-Gonzaga game of the Final Four. Then that one is probably my second, I would say. I would say, I don't know. The UCLA game last year was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, but it was sloppy. I mean, we were great. That's tough to watch. That's a borderline (laughs) tough game. Where it's like we almost lost in the first half, then almost blew an eight-point lead with like two minutes left. Like that game was just, you look at the team and you're like, oh, my God, there's like six NBA players on, on the court right now. In a high school gym. In a high school gym, yeah. Being at that thing would have been like the best non-tournament game you could probably go to in college basketball and maybe non 
Duke North Carolina game when they're you know top five. But easy there, ESPN. Come on, don't. <laughs> I don't know. There's always the Nuggets. Guys, I'm looking at our schedule right now, and and we don't have the strongest non-conference slate this this season. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, okay, we got the Purdue game locked in. We play Yale beforehand. After that, our next big game is USC, uh, Washington, UConn, Kentucky. We also play Alabama, don't we? No. I don't, I don't, I don't see that on the schedule. I thought we play them on a neutral now. That's currently not on the schedule that I'm looking at. I think at. that was just a, like a back-to-back. Zane, that's a, pretty, yeah. that's a pretty good schedule. You know he'll add at least two more. I mean, I, hope, I mean, well, it depends. It, that's why I'm saying I think Purdue becomes, you know, slightly important given that schedule, uh, not only for the fact that beating Purdue would be good, but we line ourselves up to play another, you know, powerhouse team. UConn, Kentucky, Purdue is pretty damn good. I think Kentucky's got some high expectations this year. We'll see. Who knows with them. Um, playing the reigning champs, yes, they they lost a lot, but they also bring back a decent amount. and a good recruiting class, uh, and then Purdue is Purdue. So, I mean, I agree. Maybe it doesn't have the same depth to it, but it's got some 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 marquee names on there that will definitely help come the net rankings and all that stuff. Yeah. And don't sleep on those Yale Bulldogs. <laughs> good basketball program out there. That's kind of a dangerous – well, no, they're playing in Spokane. Not a dangerous game. We'll, we'll win that one. <laughs> well, let's hope we beat Purdue and then we get another matchup with uh, likely Tennessee, I'd say, there. and Just keep winning and get another good matchup after that. Could we potentially play Kansas in the finals? Yeah. Yeah. That would be or, a pretty or, or Marquette. Yeah, I don't think I should sleep on Marquette. I think that's a, it's a good team. But we got to beat Purdue to get to Marquette. Yeah. We got a lot of work to get to Marquette and or <laughs> Kansas. I'm just saying, it could, uh, you know, it could get interesting with the non-con if we win that first game. That's a big yeah. if. Um, all right. Well, any closing thoughts on Zags, guys, or do we want to move forward? Just let's get a guard. That's all I can think of. Let's get <laughs> another guard. Anyone that can handle the rock. Um, all right. Well, big summer contract seems to be a theme this summer uh, with Kylian Mbappe getting 700 or offered 732 million to go to, I don't know what the team's name is, but some Saudi Arabian team. Uh, also of note, a $330 million posting fee or whatever it is, transfer fee to uh, PSG. So over a billion dollars offered just to try and land Mbappe. Uh, for and one also, year, for one, one, for season, one season. For one season, good point. So more than LeBron's earned in his entire career and probably anyone else. Um, in one season, which is pretty absurd. Don't know how they get that kind of money. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, that's owning the oil rights to your country money, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty absurd. Um, and then Jayla Brown getting $306 million for five years with no left hand. Pretty interesting stuff there. And all fully guaranteed for him. Mm-hmm. Oof. A lot and of... no trade, no trades at all. Is he? Is Wait, he, he has a no trade player? clause? I'm pretty sure wasn't that the wasn't that the other bit of it? No way, God! Oh, wow, that's well, wild. Is he a top with 10 a trade kicker? A trade kicker. What does a kicker mean? I don't know. I was hoping someone else would know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think he's a top ten player in the NBA? 
No. 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 I don't think he's a top 20 player in the NBA. Ooh. Uh, he's probably top 20. He's uh, like right at 20, I would say. He might be 20th. <laughs> you I tell mean, me, I, okay, I mean, do you think he's going to help you win a championship? He can help you win, but he'll never win a championship when he's the best player on the team. He's the second best player on the team. They can't win a championship. I think they could. They just got to have better pieces. Oh, I disagree with that. I yeah, think that, that, that experiment is broken and they are going to waste. They traded away Marcus Smart and brought in Porzingis. They're tweaking. They're changing. This is why Will can't have successful teams because he starts coming out here with all these hot takes, saying saying things that he doesn't mean. I have not been on the the, the Celtics do not work. You can't make it that long, that far, and still be wondering why you're not working. And then adding Porzingis, a guy who has clearly not worked out in the last four places he's been and has not been good since New he York. He played great in Washington last year. Yeah. yeah except he's ended like every, every 30 games. Like, I'm just, that's just, that's my, my take on it. The man that Jalen Brown is good, but he needs to be, he, he's like a third man on a team. He's basically what Aaron Gordon became for the Nuggets. Somebody uh, there we go. Get scores, <laughs> but he's not good enough. I'm just being honest. Or hell, I'll give you okay. another one. Okay. Golden State. Uh, he's a uh, Draymond Green. That's my take. I feel like we're discounting Draymond there, but we're not getting hung up. We don't honestly care about Jalen Brown that much. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for the pod. Given these absurd contracts that players in seemingly every sport are uh, are getting these days, if you had a child and you knew they could go professional in any single one sport, what would it be? Soccer. Is it like guaranteed that they're going to be a star? Guaranteed that they will be the highest earning player soccer. in their sport. In their sport. <laughs> Oh, actually, maybe baseball, because baseball players can make stupid amount of money. Well, with soccer, though, think about it. This is the Saudi Arabia League, so you would have to be living in Saudi Arabia. For a year, play. though. Just a year. It's a long year, Jake. I don't care. You <laughs> have almost it's a, a long, dollars. hot summer over there. Hey, we don't have to live there if it's our kid. <laughs> go out there and earn the money. <laughs> Is he is just, just shipping his kid off to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> That's fine. Hey, don't make that money. I recorded your game. I'll watch it later. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm thinking golf. Because if you think That's about the, what I was going to say. Yeah, the length of career for golf is just way longer than any other sport, I feel like. Maybe tennis is close, but. That's a hot take tennis? That's a hot take. Yeah, but can... Mbappe could retire after next year and have made more than any golfer. But then you have to watch soccer the I, entire time I, he grows up. That's what I was thinking. No soccer. I don't want to watch soccer. <laughs> no. I much... can't imagine a child's golf tournament is fun. Oh, that would be <laughs> lit. I will be the caddy for my child. We'll be coaching him up the entire way. We'll practice against Dan. It'll be great. I don't know if that's iron sharpening iron. <laughs> Or like two pool noodles scraping against each other. <laughs> what's a, what's the average salary for an F1 driver? Ooh, that's a good one, Coop. An F1 driver would be sick. I don't, do know, I don't know. Like, obviously, that. you have the big names like we're stopping in Hamilton, but no. what are the what are like what's like the average salary for those guys? You'd have to wait until they could drive, right? 16. No, they they do the boxcar racing. 
they, oh. and they do drive like on the circuit. You don't have to have a license. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that. I would have no idea how the hell to even get a kid involved in that. <laughs> it, it says well, it ranges you... from one million to fifty-five million a year. That's so not a big range. Yeah. But the endorsements, baby, the endorsements are where they get you an F1. You get that, you get like one fat Red Bull. You're effectively a runway model that drives a 200 mile per hour car. Yeah, I think I'd go baseball. Watchability. What position? Mm, DH. (laughs) I mean, I feel like shortstops get paid the most. Gotta be shortstop. Yeah. I think I'm going golf. I like golf. I like the idea of golf. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the golf boat here. I'd be I'd be down to go hit the masters every year. That would be fun. Waste management action. Hey. That would be fun. Um all right. sweet. well, a lot of a lot of dollars being thrown around. I have <laughs> one one quick thing, one quick thing to add on this. Um I think over over the weekend, obviously you had the uh, the big double feature of Barbenheimer, Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I think collectively, those two movies did two hundred million dollars at the box office. <laughs> just both these contracts just absolutely shit on that. <laughs> yeah, geez. just wild to think about. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of money in sports right now. Yeah. Pays to be a good athlete, unless you're a running back. Yep. Damn. Didn't uh oh did Saquon get paid today? Did I did I see he that? He got paid, but pennies. he didn't get he didn't get paid. <laughs> he earned it was like nine hundred ninety thousand more that he made. I mean, he's gonna make still pretty nice objectively. Like, where's this like at a salary? Get a nine hundred ninety thousand dollar race. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I wouldn't let my kid be a running back. I definitely wouldn't let my kid be a running back. Oh, uh, Will's kid's gonna be a running back now. Oh yeah. nope, he's gonna be a professional frisbee player. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, the highest earning frisbee player makes five dollars an hour. Probably. No, no, the Saudis <laughs> just uh, just paid him. He's making a thousand dollars to yeah, come. Dude, Will's Will's kid is gonna be an ultimate frisbee player, sponsored by the uh, local cannabis shop. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good deal to me. Sounds like a great deal. To me. Sounds like Will just saved himself twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Coop. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. All right. A lot of enticing options here. But uh, <laughs> quick note, quick note, uh, Women's World Cup going on. Boys, are the women's players, are they going to go for the three-peat the US of the US of A? I definitely think so. But it's Rapino's last year. Um, got a lot of young talent that's ready to take over. I think it's a perfect blend. Um, they did not cover the spread though against Vietnam. Only one four zero. Spread was six zero. So, you know, you got to do better because what? Um, you know, winners win, champions cover. So just saying. Yeah. Like did Jake. you put money on that? I did not, luckily. Mm. I almost took the over at six and a half, but I, it was just too big of a spread in soccer. Dude, they had chances too. I watched the highlights of that game and they had a ton of looks on goal. Have you guys seen this Sophie Sophie Smith character on the, the team? Now? Is she the one that's like 18 years old and scored two goals or something? Uh, I believe I don't know how old she is. She's 22 years old, so, uh, so no. But she is like the leading. She's the leading goal scorer 
on this team. Like she is absolute. Is she savage. the new? Is she the new Alex Morgan? Is Alex Morgan still playing? Still yeah. on the team. the The old Bucks that they have are Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, Julie Ertz, and I'm missing one other. I think Kelly O'Hara. Other than that, pretty pretty much new faces on this team. Trinity Rodman, uh, Dennis oh, yeah. Rodman's daughter, is also on the team, and she's really good. This hasn't got a lot of goals in the tournament. Uh, who's like so? If the U.S. is the front runner, who's like kind of the who's our biggest competitor? I got a hot one for you. Really good, Marta. It's Marta's last run in Brazil too. Never won a World Cup. That's the storyline. Fifty, maybe fifty-five. I don't know. I feel like she's been she's been around forever. I think she's been like since uh, gosh, she was the one during like Hope Solo, and she looked old as shit back then. Yeah, that one has not aged well. Does any? Jeez. Does anyone know what her full name is? Because I only know her by Marta. Is this like a Nene situation? I don't know. Well, that's the like, coolest uh, thing to do is have like, like a Ron, it's like Ronaldo. What was it? Ronaldinho that played for Brazil? Ronaldinho, yeah. Just one name, baby. That's all or, you need. Or that fat Ronaldo who was Brazilian. Remember him? Yeah, I remember. Hulk. Hulk. So he had the he had the thing in the front, only the front hairs, right? Yeah. Not not quite as handsome as as new Ronaldo, but well, Coop, to answer your question, I think it's like England is a perceived threat. Sweden, Germany, France. I was looking this up today. I was curious what the top rankings are. Working really hard today. <laughs> um, Netherlands is ninth, and we play them uh, tomorrow. So that's our uh, toughest group group stage game. Let's play. Let's play closest to the hole. Let's all guess Marta's age. Thirty-eight. Forty-one. I was gonna say forty-one exactly. I'm going. I don't think she's that old. I'm gonna go thirty-six. Forty. Ooh, it's a split between Paige and Coop. But Coop was under. He's right. Thirty-seven. Oh, we're doing prices, prices right rules. Yes, we're always doing prices right rules. <laughs> All right. Well, that's <laughs> hopefully that was talking soccer. That was talking soccer. Hopefully, the women three peat. Yeah, I'm gonna pass the mic over to Zane to do our, our uh, inaugural baseball pulse check. Oh yeah, and I'm glad to hear the excitement in your voice there, Paige, as you pass the mic over to me to talk some major league baseball. Well, fellas. The all-star break has come and gone. There was some electricity in the air in Seattle during that all-star break. Actually, Jake, I think you were in the stands for at least none. Nothing. I was, I got to walk around the convention center because Weston was in the stands. Yeah. Um, and when you go to the stands, um, like they give you extra tickets, like for the convention on the, the Sunday before. Uh, because we have a wedding to pay for and do not have that budget. Mm. Uh, but also, we were in Olympia for a, a softball tournament that Izzy was working at. So, but awesome area around. They had Mariner Stadium looking nice, really fun to walk around. Um, found out just because I can hit a softball does not mean I can hit in the batting cage. I did not touch a ball there. Um, but yeah, good time. It's always good to be humbled by uh, by Izzy. So. <laughs> times good times indeed uh well we had the home run derby julio gave uh the seattle boys a good little a good little jolt there making it to the final right losing to vladdy um who was just a freaking monster in that 
And then in the All-Star game, we had the National League finally win, break a nine-year streak. So uh, go National League. Uh, quick question, quick poll for the boys. If you could only go to the All-Star game or the Home Run Derby, which one would you pick? Derby. Yeah. Well, let me catch some home runs. Where are your seats, though? You can pick the seats for both. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Same price. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going Derby. You could pick any seat for both. I'm going Derby. I've been a I've been to World Series game. I've been to important baseball games. Derby's unique. That's one thing that I don't get to go to. Seems like there's a lot of downtime at the Derby. Went to the Derby electric. There Definitely better. Uh, <laughs> I would say I would do if I could pick my seats behind home plate for an all-star game. I think that'd be pretty sick. I'm with you, Paige. That would yeah. be the faces that you see up that close and personal would be pretty. Just the matchups too, dude. Like yeah. Shohei versus like Vlad Jr. Some shit like that. Like that's sick. Well, this is a trick question. The right answer was the celebrity all-star game. I was about to take that joke. <laughs> See, I was right. gonna say no, but behind home plate, but Diamond Club. Ooh. All-star game. Ooh. All right. All right, boys. Well, we're gonna do a little quick check-in on our teams here. I think uh we have four represented teams on the podcast uh if will wants to chime in he can on his colorado rockies but we'll start off with the seattle mariners who are for the 19th time this season at 500 with 50 and 50 the team that just defines mediocrity more than anyone else that has ever played any sport uh zambi what say you well, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, we have this this topic here because before we even had this decided, I tweeted out, does Kirby not remember that he's an all-star? He gave up five runs in the first two innings. He only made it three innings and pitched 70 pitches. And I'm like, what the hell? And if you guys can't tell by my muted celebrations, the Mariners have come back and now we're up 9-6 against the Twins. But, um, yeah, I think it just comes down to we don't have the spark that we did last year. Because if you look at the numbers, everything's pretty much identical when it comes to on base percentage, average, how many home runs we hit. But we've just been statistically terrible with runners in scoring scoring position. I'm just like, uh, and the attendance is higher this year, too. So they're making more money, and we'll see if we get uh, Otani. Yeah, I, I think Saturday's game summed it up nice where uh like they were playing against Gaussman, who had only given up nine home runs this season. And after just like everybody striking out on the first two innings without touching the ball, they suddenly just hit three run home runs off him in one inning. Like, wow, that's great. And then, you know, they almost blew the lead and then came back. It's just it's very fascinating to watch as a, a I would not I would say in uh uh, an average to below average baseball fan myself. Um, you know, I the last game I went to, it was the grossest game I've ever watched, I think. They were playing the Twins, and they could not touch the baseball, and it was incredibly boring, and they got blown out. So sometimes they're electric, sometimes they are a dud. Yep, well, that's the Mariners for you. Uh, for those of you listening at home, they are – 
only five and a half games out of the wild card right now. So plenty of time to make it up. They're looking to go above 500, finally breaking through uh, that barrier tonight, just three outs away. We'll see if they can do it. Uh, moving on to uh, a new baseball fan uh, of the show. I uh, don't think he's had anything to cheer for for quite some time now. Um, but the Texas Rangers remain in first place in the AL West. They're only sheesh in the in the AL. They're only three games out of the top seed in the entire league, um, but only two games ahead of the Astros. Cooper Hoon, what say you about the Rangers? Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. You know, I think the last time we were relevant in baseball this time of year was back in 2014, I think is the last time we were in the playoffs. Um, and I think we led the, uh, the American league in all-star game starters, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty, pretty exciting. Um, yeah, like you said, Zane, the Astros are hot on our tails. So whether or not we stay in first place um, uh, remains un- unforeseen. But um, right now, it's ex- exciting times to be a Ranger fan. Um, if I had to guess, I think we get a wild card wild card spot. That's my bold prediction. So we'll see what happens. Well, certainly doesn't help that Corey Seager is out for the Rangers right now after the Dodgers series. But uh, let's turn it over to to the Dodgers team that just put up 31 runs against the Texas Rangers no more than three days ago uh, in a three game series. Uh, Storming ahead of the NL West with 57 wins, four game lead on the division. Dan. Break it down for us with the Dodgers. We got the new Dodger dance when they get on base. We got Kike Hernandez coming back to the West Coast. How are the vibes? The vibes are good. I think uh, that that new Freddie dance that they're doing is absolutely electric. For those of you that don't know, Zane Zane just demonstrated it nicely, but it's, it's a nice hand over the head, just a little shake, shake, shake. And that's what Freddie Freeman was doing, like voluntarily dancing at like a Dodgers gala that they had earlier this year. And I don't know who started this, but they just decided to make fun of Freddie. And now it's what the team does. And it's pretty fun. It's pretty uh, contagious, it seems, with the way that the uh, offense has exploded recently. Uh, Notably, Max Muncy, who I believe has hit a homer in four straight games entering today, including an absolute explosion off the bat last night. Granted, it wasn't a losing effort. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are, uh, I feel like right where they're supposed to be atop, atop the NL West. If you told me they were going to do this with the pitching injuries that they had, um, I'd be surprised. I watching their starting pitching is a little, uh, frightening at times when it's not Bobby Miller, or you never know what version of Julio you're going to get. Uh, but hopefully Kirsch can come back, be the same Kershaw he's been all year and, uh, Kike coming back, I think can, can inject some life into this team. So, uh, feeling good. Hope they can get healthy. Walker Bueller, maybe, just maybe, October. We'll see. Um, but I also have not been watching as much as I should be. Zane, I'm going to start using your MLB TV a whole lot more in the second half here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm with you, Dan. Uh, it's been an electric, I guess, I would say like four weeks for the Dodgers here. They're kind of coming on strong. For some reason, they can't get a fucking series sweep to save their lives, but they're winning series, and that's what, that's what really matters, I suppose. Um, I think the signing of Kike or not the signing, the trade for Kike is, is good. We, we need bodies on the field right now. Um, 
the problem, and Dan alluded to this, is the Dodgers pitching right now is just so fucking up and down. And that is going to, if they don't address that, it will cost them in October. And this, this team right now, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I think the Dodgers are a little bit of a fool's gold team right now. Uh, unless they put up, you know, eight runs every single game in the postseason, I don't know how this pitching staff carries you uh, through the playoffs, let alone to a World Series win. So, I don't know. I'm remaining very cautiously optimistic with the Dodgers. Um, yeah. All right. The moment we'll of truth. Real, oh, go ahead, Dan. Real quick before we get in the Padres, I have two quick things. One, the Dodgers are playing the Blue Jays tonight, and there's multiple shades of blue on the field, and it's just a gross uniform combo. That should not be allowed to be a thing. Dodgers are in, like, dark blue at home. The Blue Jays are in light blue. It just looks like a blueberry festival. Not great. Second of all, um, for the pitching, I do hope that they bring back one of the Harvard Westlake kids, either Lucas Giolito or uh, Jack Flaherty. Putting them in a Dodger uniform would um, turn this season around and maybe be the missing piece that can can get us in a deep run and win a non-Mickey Mouse World Series. Oh, ooh, spicy talks. Maybe, maybe Marcus Stroman. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, turn it over to the guy who's had nothing to do but think about how he could possibly get himself out of this segment. Justin Page and his San Diego Padres, five games below 500, 10 games below number one in the NL West. Justin, what is going on? <laughs> well, I will say there are only five and a half games out of a wild card spot. As shitty as this season has been, as frustrating as it's been, um, they still have a, a weird chance. Do I think they'll put it together? No. I think that we've seen enough from this team that they just won't put it all together for whatever reason. Um, I'll stand by. This team is built for October. Uh, they just don't have depth, and that's what's really been biting them in the ass. And their stars have been spotty. Uh, Bogarts came with a little bit of an injury concern to his wrist that was uh, unbeknownst to me until he started hitting like shit um and Manny was just cold ice cold for most of the first half he's turned it around as of late if they could find a way to squeak in I wouldn't want to match up against them but I I don't think they'll get hot enough to get in to be honest with you it's been extremely frustrating um and their pitching has been great on the opposite end of the spectrum they just can't score any fucking runs so um frustrating season frustrating season to say the least and for having that big of a payroll it's even more frustrating as a Padres fan wow well, I have said. a question I have a question for the group who who would you say and this is not to throw stones who would you say is more disappointing this year the New York Mets or the Padres because very similar situated teams I think they're only one game separated right now um both predicted to be, you know, World Series contenders. What say you boys? Well, and they both are like two of the top spenders, right? Yeah, they're at least they're both in the top four. Mets yeah. are, I think, Mets are number one. Have yeah, you guys are like two or three or something. Yeah, we're pretty high up there. Um, yeah, I'd say it's probably a wash. Just both just disappointments. I'll say the Padres just to rub it into Paige's face. But... Oh, thanks, Jake. <laughs> I'm gonna go Mets. 
um, solely because of the pitchers that they acquired in the offseason, getting both Scherzer and Verlander. It looked like they had the nastiest rotation ever. They got Lindor, Pete Alonso, um, other pieces that were there. Like I think that their additions in the offseason should have made them better. The Padres, they got Bogarts, they brought back Tatis, but I think that the pitching for the Mets, um, but I, I do appreciate what the Mets have been doing because the Frank the Tank content is just <laughs> I I think I go Padres almost for like the opposite reason as Dan. I think the Mets signing Scherzer and Verlander for the amount they did was actually just a stupid decision. You're getting two guys who are definitely out of their prime. Um, and so it was almost predictable that this would happen to the Mets. On the other hand, you have the Padres. Oh, God. Can you guys hear those dogs outside right now? Nope. Okay. Well, it's popping off outside right now. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't focus with what's happening outside, so I'm going to pass it on to someone else. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take the torch. I'll take the torch. So, um, as my NL team is the Padres, Paige, uh, I want to say the Mets. Um, I think Frank the Tank's insufferable. I think they spent too much money and they're not good enough for it. And I have that guy muted on all my social media because I cannot stand him. So I'm going with the Mets. Boo, Zambi, boo. It's great content. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be real to you guys. It's just painful for me. I think the Padres, obvious, for obvious reasons. I, it, you should just see, I mean, following this team as closely as I do, I've had to distance myself because it's just like, you know, I can't let them determine how happy I am, you know, on a daily basis. So now I just kind of laugh. I laugh it off. Uh, um, that's almost worse. Paige, Paige, gun to your head. Do the Padres make the playoffs this year? No. Oh, I don't think they have it in them. I'm going to be honest. It's tough love. It's funny. You could tell me they missed the playoffs or you could tell me they make it to the World Series. Either one, I'd be like, you know, like not surprised because they're they're built for that type of run. Um, but it's just like, can they actually put it together? I don't think so, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's been disappointing, fellas. It's been disappointing. You gotta, you gotta ask yourself, did this all start when they put up the crying Kershaw face on the big screen? (laughs) I I don't think it was that. I think that's serious. I was at that series. I think that kind of broke something in them because Mookie hitting that home run off of Hader when we should have had the series win. That was fucking heartbreaking. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you saying the Dodgers broke the Padres in like April? No, I don't think they <laughs> broke them. I think they put them in check real quick. Just like, yeah. you're not going to waltz over us. And they're like, oh shit. And they just kind of went on the spiral. And it's just been, they haven't, they have, haven't won three games in a row this entire season. It's pathetic. All right. Well, I'm going to get us out of here before this gets too dark. I don't like seeing Paige like this. I think I think he's handling it like a champ. Uh, you know, credit to Dan and I. We've been pretty cordial uh, throughout this process. That was impressive. Uh, given, it was like watching circum- two hyenas see an injured zebra just walk by <laughs> and not doing anything. So. I'll make one last comment. That, that uh-oh, uh-oh, Jake, you shouldn't have done it. Oh, I will go along with how we've been nice. Paige, I agree that if, if the Padres do backdoor their way in there, they're a dangerous damn team because they got nothing to lose. No one thought that, that they'd be there at this point. 
it's a new season once you get to October. It's usually not about who the best team is all year. It's about who's playing the best at the right time. Like you said, they've got a team that's built for it. Um, it would be a one hell of another matchup if we could see them oh. again. So we'll see. I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to see that matchup. I'll put, hand up. I don't want to see the Padres in the playoff. I don't. Yeah, either. I mean, I don't either. I don't you're either. getting you're getting three quality starts and a star-studded lineup. Like that's what wins in October. But they just have no depth in the regular. It's the opposite of the Dodgers. They have tons of depth, which makes them great in the regular season. Padres could use a fucking player or two from that organization to help out. Or like just that that model, but like we get we get these guys that come up and they look like they never swung a bat before. It's ridiculous. Ah, oh, anyways, I've had enough. I, I've had enough Padre talk for tonight. <laughs> All right, enough one, Padre talk. Enough Padre. Oh, one one quick thing. Oh, um, no. oh god, pile it on me, Coop. Pile it on me. <laughs> no, this is switching gears a bit. Just hypothetically speaking, assuming the Astros just given their wagon win the division, and there's one wild card spot left. Who who makes it? Mariners or the Rangers? Rangers. Obviously, Zambi and I will. I mean, Zambi's going to say his respected team. I'll say my respected team. But who makes it? The Rangers are nine games up on the Mariners right now, and the Mariners well, haven't. I could change though. Yeah, but the but it's it, the Mariners are 50-50. Like they they are they are fifty one fifty one and fifty <laughs> fifty one and fifty. Zambi, do you want to make your argument for the Mariners making the playoffs? No, that was a dumb question. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that was a dumb like, question. Right, we're, we're making the playoffs then. <laughs> you said who's more likely to the team that's ten games up or the team that's ten games down? All right, who makes who makes the playoffs? <laughs> the Rangers again. The team that's ten games up. That's still the same question, Cooper. <laughs> All right. Well, we're making the playoffs. He, he just wants to hear everyone say the Rangers are going to make. I, I kind of do. I kind of <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's get out of baseball talk. Things always get a little bit dicey here. And we're going to turn it over to young Jacob Gilman, the bachelor himself, with a wild weekend coming up. The boys take Roslyn. Take us away, Jake. Wild weekend indeed. A lot of lot of fun activities planned. Three main ones. We got the golf scramble, the pickup basketball tournament, and then the poker tournament. Now, the basketball one's not really a tournament, but, you know, we 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 all are, are going to be eyeing each other, seeing, seeing who's the best. Uh, Will Lynn is saying that Jay Page is not that good at basketball, mm-hmm. and I I can't wait to see the, the humility. Never forget when uh, Sass, Kyle George, and Kev all predicted that we wouldn't get half the points to beat them, and we beat them by five. Four, just because of page oh nope i got one point i got hey, one Zane's point got zero points it's the class how do i explain it it's the classic like old school you know stanford running game notre dame running it whatever you want to say just big up lineman up front which is our tight defense and then you have the bell cow running back running behind them that's all it is it's old school yeah. smash mouth basketball and we got Dan Lambeer hooking people around the neck as they go up for layups. Hey, that's as good good basketball if there's no free throws. No easy shots on Dan. No easy shots. Uh, but starting out with our um, um, our golf scramble. So we have a four-team scramble, four players each. We got an even 16, which is perfect. So shout out Zane for not being there, I guess. And then, Ooh. oh, wait, no, Zambi, you're also not there on Friday as well, right? Friday morning. 
Uh, no, I am there. Uh-oh. You are there. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's we an odd just... number. <laughs> I can be and a page princess. And Paige is that. not there. Paige is not there. Yeah, I have Paige not there. Well, we'll figure it out. Now we have 17. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do a few chips here and there. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Um, But I do have the rankings. And I have the rankings with the blurb each. I think I'll save the blurbs for um for the group message just because I think it would take too long to the go through. want to hear the best ones. Yeah. I kind of want to hear the blurbs. You want to hear the, the blurbs? Okay, should I start from hey, the Jake, top? Jake, it's your, it's your segment, so whatever you want to do with it. Okay, I'll, I'll read a couple. You tell me if it's getting old, we'll cut them off. <laughs> um, do we want to start with the one or 16? 16. 16. Okay. No, we know who the one is. Give me the 16. <laughs> and, and I will say 14 through 16, basically all the same rankings. <laughs> These are people who have, like, don't golf. Or I've never seen golf, or just you know, they're they're I'll call them putter specialists. How about that? Mm. That's a pretty good, good one. They're good for a twenty foot accidental make. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we'll 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 do Will. So we had Will Kramer Lynn rocking some of the best curls on the field. Will is a loud, spirited role player looking to hoist a trophy. Will has taken time off between EDM festivals to help take a team to the top. Weakness. Talking through your backswing. No uh, strength. <laughs> like so lame. Thanks, Izzy. That's, that's really nice after I wrote, wrote them for a while. Um, do we want to hear dance? I got dance um, ready. Yes. Okay, Dan. Any guesses where your um, where your placement is? Thirteen. Oh. Very close. You're actually 12th. Oh, oh God. No. This is a bad <laughs> scramble. This is not a great scramble. <laughs> uh, Daniel Frogger and Serpy coming fresh off his own bachelor party scramble victory. Dan is ready to create a dynasty with a repeat victory. Having dueled Cooper in, a, in match play, he's looking to climb up the rankings and pass Coop with the dominant win in Roslyn. Weakness, mental toughness. Cooper, do you want to guess where you're ranked? Ooh. I'm going to go. I think I'm rounding out the top 10 here. I'm going to go 10th. You're close. You're you're 11th. Oh, <laughs> boy. I just oh, put you right in front of Dan. Because, oh. uh, just based off of uh, your guys's what, I, I guess, match play at Penny's wedding. The duel was close for a while. It was close. That's why they're neck and neck. All right. Cooper, poopy, poopy, hoon. From Texas Libertarian to Portland Liberal, Cooper has completed a full 180-degree turn, and with these changes come an explosive growth in his golf game. Cooper has been in multiple scrambles and is ready to finally capture the elusive taste of gold. Weaknesses, cheddar chez and tzatziki sauce. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone else on the pod is, but it'll be a good scramble. Uh. Who, uh, Jake, where are you ranked? I have myself at eight. Oh. No, sorry, seven. Jake, where would Zane and I rank if we were playing? Zane would probably be right around anywhere between six, or sorry, fifth and six. Because I have, I have Sass at fifth right now. Zane, do you think you're better than Sass? 
God, we played pretty similar at yeah. Dan's bachelor party. Uh, I just, whenever I get together and play with the boys, it's not pretty. When I play on in my twilight rounds with Dan, it's usually pretty good. But, you know, I guess I guess I just play down to my competition. That's that's yeah, true. Zane. I didn't want to like you know. I feel like you you left some stuff uh you know out there. Mitch really Mitch really carried us on the on Dan's bachelor party. I'm pretty sure I made like eight putts from. Yeah, you know, like, well, I was I was like I was about out. to like say yeah. you you crushed it you know with the putter. Yeah, the 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 driver just wasn't there. I don't think I found a single green the entire time or fairway. Jake, how are these teams um, going to be assembled? Do we know? We will determine it Thursday night. It'll probably be a similar draft situation where maybe the league gets involved to make sure certain teams are fair and uh, <laughs> fast. We want fast teams out there. I think it's the key. Uh, and then Paige, to answer your question, you'd probably be right around seventh or eighth. Cool. I haven't really seen the Laskins golf in a while. So I just have them all in like the eighth through 11th range. This is this is a pretty top heavy scramble, right? With Penny Wood, uh, is I got Kyle... Kyle George ahead of Wood. We got Penny, Kyle George, Jackson, then Weston, Mitch. Then I, I that's where you would be about Zane. Yeah. Wait, so I, I'm ahead of Weston, right? <laughs> no, you are definitely not. You are probably oh. right, right after Dan. Weston is sneaky good at golf. Like his swing looks kind of unorthodox, but it works. The kid, the kid can play. I know he's definitely a better golfer than me. Is uh, <laughs> is Brian Woolley a pretty good golfer? I've never, I've never golf with Woolley. I've never heard him mention golf. So he's currently in the putter specialist section. Will says Wolves does not golf. <laughs> well, he does play baseball. That's true. Last last Wolves golf trip, he literally him and Kyler both on the last day were just like, we're just here to drink. And they would grab their balls, they'd hit it, and then they would be like, Well, we're just gonna drop it on the green. So <laughs> we'll see. This is this is perfect. Yeah. I would put him in the same elm as you put in Kyler. Third, yeah, that's a 13th through 16th, where it's you, Kyler, Ben Pock, Wooly. Ooh, Ben Park should be higher than me. Ben Park is better than I am. Does Ben Park golf? I've never golfed with Ben Park. Will, Dan, Will knows. That's not true. Dan, Ben, ben Park can have his day just like Dan can have his day. I okay. I've just I'll, never golfed with Ben. I didn't even know he golfed. I'll tell you, as Dan's current coach right now, I I think Dan has what it takes. I think he can, he can get paired with a Jackson Wood and steal the show. His biggest problem is golfing in Roslyn, where if you miss the fairway, you're going to be in the woods. And while Dan, you know, can get out of some situations here in Spokane, the woods are a little bit thicker over there in Roslyn. And Dan's favorite thing to do off the tee box is just hit a blazing shot to the right or to the left. And so I think if Dan can just play it safe, poke it straight rather than trying to kill it, I, I, I like his chances, but. It's going to be a tough, it could be a tough day out there for him. And partially, I like his chances because he's ranked so low. That's another key thing here. Dan likes to be an underdog. That is true. I will say, uh, Jackson and I played Sunday and we both played some of the worst golf I've, I think I've ever seen. Part of it could have been a, a Stokesbury wedding hangover, but it was atrociously bad. Um, so hopefully we just got all the bad shots out. Also, we have a big dark horse. We got a Doug Wood 
golfing in the scramble. So oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's uh he's ready to play. Uh oh. I have him, I think, currently ranked seventh. So I, I think, would bet Doug Wood is probably better than me. I I golfed with him and and Jack. I would say Jackson's better than Doug. Uh, but Doug Doug does play the mental games, you know. Doug's a Doug's a talker. He'll get in your head. Oh, he'll definitely get in your head. Well, that's the golf ranking. So then moving on to the um the pick a basketball tournament. It's not even tournaments, it's pick up basketball. Boys, who do you think is gonna be the, the best player out on that court? Page. Are we doing one on one? We're not doing one on one. We're not just having 20 guys watch a one-on-one basketball. This is no brainer. It's gotta be Paige. The ankle's only getting healthier. He absolutely ran train on Dan's bachelor party. Uh, we'll all be hungover if it's Saturday. I think Kyle had a big wake-up call when he had to play against him the first time. This, to me, no-brainer. Maybe Wood can put a body on him, slow him down a bit. I think it's unlikely, though. I think so. You think James? Yep. Izzy thinks uh, Alaska James um, will we'll put up some fight. I haven't seen him play basketball in a bit. That sounds like a stripper name. Alaska James. Alaska James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to see that Dude, stripper. Not a good, Dude. not a good one. <laughs> Do we get to uh, let the Hoop Fest boys um, kind of hang on to our kind of king of the hill mentality there that uh, you got to be? Yeah, we have enough people to make like four teams of five. Why would we be doing matchups of three? Good point. Sorry, I forgot you have more friends. God, are we playing five on five? We're playing five on five, so you better sneak your jogging shoes. It's three hours. (laughs) It is three hours per the itinerary. We don't need. We'll say how long it is. Do you remember we lasted like three games of three on three (laughs) dance? We'll play it by year. We'll see how. I feel like a three on three tournament would be efficient. Is there two? Is there two hoops? Or is it just? I believe there's two hoops. Then you got twelve guys playing at all times. But what if there's little kids there? Well, they're gonna move. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just concerned. Are we gonna have enough to do more than like? Is everyone gonna be able to play more than one five on five game? Cardiovascularly wise, one five on five game. (laughs) I was twenty-eight years old. I I like how whoever decided that we're playing three (laughs) hours of basketball. Like, holy shit! (laughs) That was. It's not like we have a hard out. We can we can stop when we're court for three hours. Stay in there until the nine thirty to twelve thirty. You don't come home until the street lights turn on, baby. Jake, what time am I allowed to throw up on Saturday morning? (laughs) Uh, gotta, in between, we pull that into the itinerary too. All right, eight thirty to nine thirty is throw up time. Oh, that's that's impressive. I was going to say seven and eight. Just going from housing IPAs Friday night to playing pickup basketball. Oof. <laughs> that's going to be quite the transition. All right. Well, if it's not the physical uh, competition you're looking for, we do have the poker tournament Saturday night, Hawaiian themed. I hope everyone has their floral shirt. What time does the does the poker tournament start? I don't know. Doesn't matter. The itinerary, Zane. Well, I will be I will be driving as fast as I can oh. through Central Washington, trying to get there with Paige. We I would. Assume, oh no, the poker assume. tournament is, is it Friday or Saturday? I thought it's Saturday. Poker, poker is 
Friday. 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 Friday? Oh, Saturday is. We, we can wait nine. to start it until you guys get there. We'll be hustling. I don't know. I don't know. Is that on the schedule? <laughs> Zane, don't worry. All these fools are going to be asleep by 11 anyways. It doesn't really matter. Well, I'm Will. I'm so cool. I go to concerts. <laughs> I'll tell you, going to sleep by 11 sounds great to me, fellas. Yeah, that does sound really nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake, what, what day are we watching Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that's penciled in at uh, 7 a.m. No, sorry, 6 a.m. And it's mandatory. So, <laughs> um, Also, we have a bonus event, uh, Zamblin's Egg. Do we call it an egg toss or an egg pelt? Egg pelt. Thanks to Suicide Squad. <laughs> A suicide squad? Is that what it's called? I think he means a like a shooting line. Yeah. Oh, firing squad. Firing squad. Okay. <laughs> Not it's suicide it's squad. And I think uh, you know, to make sure we're all becoming friends, we should let everyone at the bachelor party get a throw of the eggs. At least yeah. two. Well, I think I know everyone but like one or two people. So you're gonna get to know them after they throw an egg at you. <laughs> then I get to hug them. Trevor That'd be way too many eggs. That'd be like <laughs> two dozen eggs. Does does Doug Wood get to throw an egg at Zambi too? Yes. It wasn't on the agenda, but we could we could (laughs) not on the schedule, not on the schedule. All right. Well, that's the that's the weekend. Summer activities with Cooper. Take (laughs) us out. Yeah. Uh, Always always a good uh, Zambi corner. Um, But as everyone knows, it's officially summer. Um, Where I'd say you know. After the halfway point, you know, we're approaching August, so um, about a month or so left. But with that in mind, a lot of fun activities, a lot of stuff going on. So we've broken that down to a few categories. We got song in the summer, movie or TV show, um, an activity, and then a meal or drink that everyone's been into. So kicking things off with song of the summer. Oh, um, oh, 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 Cooper. I think I have the most obvious candidate here. Primarily for this group. Hit us with it. Last Night by Morgan Wallen. That was absolutely going to be mine. Well, it's just a home run. That was the automatic one. When we were down in San Diego and that guy played it last night, we let Every the time. bigger thoughts. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a good one. Um, yeah. All right. Last Night, Morgan Wallen. Uh, Paige. You and I usually talk shop when it comes to music. What do you got for song of the summer? Oh, song of the summer. I was going to say, I mean, anything Morgan Wallen. I know we. it's probably not what you're alluding to, but I feel like he's just kind of taking over, selling out stadiums back-to-back nights. Um, In terms of, like, EDM stuff. Oh, God, let me take a look here real quick. I don't know. I think that uh, I've been jamming to that one uh, Diplo song, Maria. That's a good one. That's That's been rotation. Yeah, it's been my heavy summer rotation. It's so I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. It's a staple. Little like Carlos it. Santana remix. I'll take that. Is that, that's a remix of Maria, Maria? Yeah. It's like an EDM one. I'm going to have to. Hey, you might have to send that to. Send me the link. I'll send you the link. All right. Jake, what do you got for Song of the Summer? Um, the only songs I can think in my head right now are Taylor Swift songs because Izzy has been in full Taylor Swift bunker mode <laughs> uh, with she's going next weekend in California. And 
just kind of loitered around last weekend's concert on Sunday. So I'll, I'll pass out to Izzy or Will. Do you guys have any songs on the summer you're liking? Favorite? My favorite summer song? Yeah, a song that came out this summer. Or that that's came been, out this yeah, summer? Yeah, it's been popping this summer. Question also for you, Will. Yeah, I'm just confirming. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, can you go someone else and can we come back to us? Or I, are we the end? No, pass it to Zambi. We'll, we'll come back. My song of the summer is Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeehaw. Sam was feeling When Zambi's hot, he's hot. Yeah. yeah. He is he's feeling spicy today. just got Zambi's corner reinstated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to. his cowboy hat on too right now it's just great so. it's actually like a pretty good song though um okay dan do you have i know zane kind of took your thunder do you have a do you have an audible here uh my my other audible was going to be also taylor swift that's what we've been jamming to here as well katie is not going to any concerts but she's living vicariously through the concerts and trying to get me to go to one in Europe next year. So um, oh, I was going to say cool <laughs> summer. <laughs> I'm drunk in the back of the car. And I'm like a baby coming Sing the whole bridge, Dan. Sing the whole bridge. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. That's how we get new viewers. If we just brand ourselves as a Taylor Swift podcast. Oh. <laughs> they will be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know anything about the secret songs. Uh, Izzy has hers now. Um, I won't say Taylor Swift because all of them, but um, she had me at Heads Carolina, Cole Swindell remix. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, what is, it? what is it? What is it, Izzy? Heads Carolina, Cole Swindell. I actually saw him live at the fairgrounds last summer. So much fun. It was amazing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Another country one. Um, fast fast car. Luke Combs. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Oh, Will's got an EDM one now. All right. We got Where Are You, which is by John Summit, but it's remixed by Grizz. Oh, I like the, I don't know the remix. I like the Where I, Are You. Yeah, song. I like. Um, <laughs> I'll go. All right. I guess that leaves me. Um, I'll give you both a country and an EDM one. Country, I'm going revival. Zach Bryan. How does that one go? <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Old Town Revival. Mm. That one. I like oh. that coop. I like that. That a makes lot. me want to listen to that more. Wow. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then EDM, I'm gonna go take it off Fisher. Just, How does that one go, Cody? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good Take one. it off. Slow, steady, undress. Oh, I remember that one, Coop, from, oh. uh, from uh, Ben and Jameson. Uh, yeah, if you're looking at if you're looking to really get your uh, party started, you might have to that might uh might, that might get broken out this weekend, Jake. Ooh. Oh boy. That was an interesting changing slash pregame song. Changing song. Wow. Because we were taking it off. Oh. Oh, we did, we did listen to that pre-Ben's uh, wedding. Yep. Yep. That was that was in the rotation. So those are my two. Uh moving on to movie slash TV show. Um, Zane, you've been hot with the reviews as of late. Give us Ooh. your movie TV show. 
Oh, all right. One, I got to pick one. I'll, I'll, I'll have a couple of honorable mentions, but I feel like the hottest TV show, at least for the past week, and kind of relevant for our show, is Quarterback on Netflix. Is that a TV a very, show or like a docu-series? It's a series. It's a series. It's whatever. It's it's What you're same, watching. Same, same. same. Um, I liked it a lot. Thought it was awesome. A um, couple of takeaways. I think Marcus Mariota is like the most boring individual that has ever walked the planet, um, which is sad because I think before you got to know him, he might have been a little more exciting. But I don't think that docu-series did any favors for him. Um Turns out Kirk Cousins is like the most likable guy that has ever walked the face of the earth. I think Patrick Mahomes, people still like him, uh, but it confirmed that Brittany Mahomes is just the most annoying person ever. Sure, good support system for your husband, but my God, just shut up every now and then. Just just shut the fuck up, just, just every now and then. Nothing's more awkward than... Um... You can clearly tell they edited out uh, Jackson Mahomes in a lot of scenes, <laughs> like his birthday or, like, or whatever, where like you see like Patrick Mahomes like talking to him. He's obviously it's his brother, and it's before like the incident of sexual assault. Um, but that was, you know, they filmed that before. And then this is the edit- editing room th- floor. There's like, nope, we'll just, we'll just cut them out completely. Just cut away. Yeah. I think I think the one thing y'all you know, I'll give the nod to Brittany and and that little duo of of Jackson versus Brittany not for the obvious reasons but but for the fact that I think she's only annoying because of the sound of her voice I think that might be it honestly otherwise like I said I think she is a good support for her husband she clearly loves him and loves the game but there was nothing that like epitomized their relationship more than when Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl and Brittany came up and like gave him a hug and said you know you're kicking ass. And rather than come up and give his brother a hug, Jackson Mahomes sits there with his camera and is just like taking a selfie with his brother instead of doing anything else. And it was just like the worst thing you can possibly see. Um, but I really enjoyed that show. I hope if you had to pick three new quarterbacks for next season, who would it be? Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, oh. and whoever, the, who's the third person? Oh, oh, disgusting. That oh is unwatchable. God. I like Brock Purdy though. I I do like the Brock Purdy storyline. That would be a good Thank one. Thank you, Daniel. Um, Joe Joe Burr for sure. Mm, yeah. Anyone wants Joe Burrow to watch a full series of Joe Burrow? Uh, yeah. You get like Tua. You get Tua on there. He won't. Jalen Hurts. I was Joe, gonna say Joe Burr, Joe Burr, Tua, and Herbert would be like three solid ones. Same they draft. Do. You have to. You have to do one NFC quarterback. No, I wasn't really thinking a lot. I don't think I'd want to watch the Justin Fields one. He he seems like a good player and like a focused player, but I don't know how. If you want like the all drama team, you do Aaron Rodgers, exactly. uh, Russell Russell Wilson, that's and Deshaun Deshaun. Oh, 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 oh. That's the that is the most drama you could come up with in one TV show. Let's ride. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, Tom Brady, we've had enough of Tom Brady. I don't need a any more. I guess he's retired now. Jeez. Yeah, not eligible know. for the show. Come on, Jake. You'll probably try to unretire. Let's all be honest. No, he can't now because he owns part of the Raiders. What about Baker Mayfield? Baker trying to make it again? That would be sad. It'd be like That'd a Johnny Manziel. Like, 
it's like the end of the like rock and roll docu series where you know they're just washed out. Uh, right. Am I the, the only one that's coming out with the Johnny Menzel documentary in a few weeks? Ooh, that looks good too. It's like the part of the Untold series, right? Yeah, that's what that and, was gonna uh, be mine. The Florida, like the what the 0809 Florida team. Yeah, Florida Gators. Fuck that series. It made me feel really bad about the Man Titeo thing. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I will rebel against that series. I'm not gonna. No one. I'm not. I'm. You're not gonna change my mind about anyone now. I want. Right, let's, get, let's get off. Let's get off the quarterback talk, Jake. Izzy, what's been your movie TV show this summer? Ooh, what have we watched? Did you watch anything new? I don't know. We're seeing Barbie tonight. Oh, watch the summer I turn pretty. Oh, yeah. Izzy, I have not watched that, but Izzy Uh-oh. seems to like it. That sounds like Jake. Is that all you there? No. <laughs> um, geez, there, I feel like there hasn't been like a lot of new. You watch so though. much TV, there has to be something. It's true. Dark Knight, the hmm. Dark Knight. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. I'm just rewatching those. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We Will and I just started the Flash, and it so far we're what 20 minutes in. Trash. Not looking great. Oh. Not looking good. Uh, the movie or the TV show? The the movie. Ooh. I heard it got like decent reviews. The effects look really weird. Like I don't like the Flash. There's a baby scene, and they it's don't really even look close to baby. Yeah, scene. it looks like they just threw up a bunch of like baby dolls and they're like these are babies you're like Jake, you're a pretty big marvel guy right what about oh uh, yeah the new guardians i'll do the new guardians oh what about oh good movie what about secret invasion i heard that was really shitty it, it's actually getting better first couple it, episodes i unfinished it but it's good disney, disney just needs to cut it out with the marvel tv shows yeah they need to slow oh. their role like hey 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 i like the them. lawyer the she-hulk one. Oh my, oh my god. god that was constantly- <laughs> somebody slapped zane through this fucking camera that was the worst show that should attorney should have been in that movie that would oh been- that's the only thing that could have taken it over the top yeah kevin spacey and adam sandler with them with the main villains <laughs> um all right not kevin spacey kevin uh what's Kevin James. Kevin James. Kevin Spacey in it would have been quite the turn. David Spade would be great. Oh, God. Paige, what do you got for movies slash TV show? Most of mine have been taken. Um, I was going to say looking forward to the Untold series, uh, Guardians. But the only show that I've watched, I watched the most recent, for whatever reason, the most recent season of You. I skipped all the other ones in between. Show still just as anxiety inducing as it was in the first season. Um, definitely a thick plot, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Uh, I was watching that one when my ankle was actually uh banged up towards the end there, but that's all I've really watched this summer. Danielson, uh oh, this is where it gets deep. What's well, the latest episode of Sports Center? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you took my obvious one again, quarterback. Come on now. Um, but I can diversify. What are, what are you and what are you and Katie watching? Well, Love from a movie perspective, we watched uh the Outlaws on Netflix. <laughs> we watched that too. Very good flick. Good pretty funny. Pretty funny, pretty silly. Um you knew what it was. I will I say thought it, they tried too hard in that, I think. It was it was a great one to watch kind of very very tired and somewhat hung over on sunday so that was that was a good one um from a non-movie perspective catching killers don't do that Ooh, on that is good too little uh yeah that's been 
that's like one of Katie's things is the is the true crime stuff. So um, you can get into that a little bit. Samblin? Uh, <clears throat> don't really have a good TV show. I was trying to get my girlfriend to do the the Barbenheimer full on day, just taking a day <laughs> off of work and smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, getting mimosas, that kind of thing. But um, <laughs> my TV show, um, I just started watching this. It's been around. It's kind of like watching Zane work. It's called Suits. And I'm not sure if Zane's dealt any narcotics, but um, oh. he could be Trevor. You never I know. can't confirm I am not dealing narcotics. Let me go on the record saying that I am not. <laughs> Um, good show though. I have, I have dabbled in that show. I know it's Sasnoff's favorite show in the world. Every time I see him, he asks me if that's what being a real life attorney is like. And every time I give him the same answer, and that is no, it is not. No, they're saying Boston legal <laughs> is what it's like. It's more like She-Hulk attorney at law. <laughs> it's more like that. My day is well, much more exciting. Gray's anatomy is anything like being a doctor. <laughs> Um, I guess that leaves me um, for TV show. I think the last like good TV show I've watched was the latest season of Dave, full Dickie show. For those of you that haven't seen it, thought it was quite hilarious. Highly recommend. Uh, movie, I watched this on a plane. I think it was Searching or Missing. It's the one where it's like all shot on like an iPhone or like various like camera or like apps. Hmm. I, I saw the trailer cool. for that. Pretty solid. Uh, recommend. I think it's on a streaming service, so check that out. Uh, moving on to activity. Wait, two two honorable mentions, Coop. Two honorable mentions. Here we go. One, Zane's shitty movie recommendations. No, 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 no. Yeah. Two, two Netflix originals. I thought Extraction 2, fucking cool movie to watch. Fair. Very cool movie. Uh, I don't know if it's as good as the first one, but the action scenes I think are probably better than the first one. The prison it's scene, like a video game. The prison scene was fucking so cool. I thought, um, probably fell off after that. Plot was pretty shitty, but action wise, good flick. Uh, and then the other one I saw, I watched. Uh, they cloned Tyrone, the Jamie Fox movie. Uh, that was like released just a couple days ago, I think. Um. That is a mindfuck of a movie right there. It really gets you thinking. Hilarious, but it, it like kind of combines. Gosh, I'm trying to think of like it almost has like a little Stranger Things vibe to it, but like with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> it's a, I liked it. I think it's got pretty high reviews on Rotten. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Is it so. kind of like that? What's that one movie uh, where it was like the the telemarketers? And the, it was like played by like the black actors, but then they use like the white voices when they. Oh did yeah, like I think like Keith like Steinfeld's in it. Yeah, and then the guy who play who's in like Arrested Development like is his his white voice or whatever. Army Hammer before uh, all the stuff he did was in it. <laughs> something like Wall or something like that. Yeah. Huh. I'm not not I familiar. A, I think it's a I think it's a similar vibe. Yeah, I do know. Like the trailer definitely like kind of gives away some of it like i feel like we all kind of generally know what it's about but when you find out the purpose behind it pretty fucking crazy isn't pretty it crazy. isn't the isn't the guy from star wars in it like john boyega is that is is that i knew i recognized him that i think that is the guy from star wars 
he's yeah. the main character i think i think he's in as well um no i've heard that's a good one correct uh, correct he is the main character but moving on to a activity both local and travel Dan, I'll give you the mic here. You had a pretty big activity transpire a few weeks ago. I don't know if you want to talk about that or take this a different direction, but the floor is yours. Um, activity, yes, the bachelor party was a great time. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to think of something I've been up to recently, because uh, although that feels like it was about a month ago, which is hard to believe. Um, but yeah, bachelor party was great. It looks a lot like what we're doing at Jake's minus the poker tournament and the Zamblin egg, egg firing squad, but uh, very excited to rinse and repeat for Jacob. In terms of my activity though, I was going to go with uh, it's without a doubt golf. I've played more golf this summer than I have my entire life um, combined. And I don't know if I'm that much better, but um, I have been getting Katie out with me and that's been a ton of fun. So that's my uh, local activity um miss zane for the last couple of weeks we we usually have our uh, twilight dates and uh he's been he's been nowhere to be found so that's been a bummer but we're, we're getting back on the horse tomorrow um and then travel activity this is i'm going to take an interesting spin on this one we're not traveling but our beloved zoe will be traveling to camp good girl uh starting it's camp bad girl dan it's camp bad girl <laughs> You don't send a kid to skinny camp. You send them to fat camp. <laughs> Tell them how it is. <laughs> we are sending her to a board and train for two weeks so that she can calm the fuck down. Is it a prison? It is not a prison. It's a nice home with caring people and uh, professional dog trainers. And uh, it's going to be great for her. There's no like blue factories around there, is there? <laughs> There's no what? Glue factories, geez. <laughs> I don't like your. I don't. I. I do not like this look from Zambi right now with the cowboy hat <laughs> while chirping. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, Zoe's going to be a good dog. That way, she doesn't attack our friends when they come. So uh, there we go. All right, good stuff. Um, Jake, Izzy, local travel activity. What do you got? Travel weddings uh local i would say going out on woolly's boat it's just a great time you just you just go go on the ss pumpkin go on the water he takes you across the water to what's the the brewery the tapster then he just ferries you back it's best best ride in on south lake union nice Zamblin uh, or finishing notes, Jake? Oh no, I guess oh I guess for travel, yeah. Did we say weddings? Yeah, I say. Yeah, we'll come out with our wedding rankings here soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> we um, have notes. No. <laughs> well, I can attest to Jake Nizzy's statement about Tapster. Great spot. Also, Wooly's getting a lot of shout-outs here. This is awesome. <laughs> uh my activity was actually gonna be weddings as well um in terms of travel uh let's see here so we have jake's this weekend weekend after that is the 10-year high school reunion and then the weekend after that's going to be lake tahoe for trevor coates uh bachelor party 
and that should be interesting. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see what the house looks like because in terms of Venmo's with 16 people, it was $600. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, we're doing a little bit more humbler of a weekend, I would say. But that's definitely out of my price range. Per person? Yeah. Where is it at? Uh, it's Lake Tahoe, like on the mountain. Jesus. Oh, wow. That's so, like a pad, I hope. Yeah, I'm waiting until my next commission check to fully wrap everything up. <laughs> going to take a visit to the plasma facility again. <laughs> it looks like you're about to go to Aces and win it all in Blackjack. <laughs> well, funny joke, Zane, is that I've been to CSL Plasma, and that's how I paid for my junior year spring break trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember i remember <laughs> how much did i give you for plasma I don't 50 bucks plasma. 50 bucks a trip your first four plasma times. for kaba baby <laughs> first four times then it goes down to the 30 <laughs> and after the fourth time i was done <laughs> he had no more blood to give you we had to carry him in and plop him down on the <laughs> <laughs> resuscitate me <laughs> that's insane want your plasma yeah, I, I don't know what for, but Zane, All right. Zane what what's your what's been your uh, local and travel? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Dan Dan finally had the opportunity to take mine. I was gonna say uh, hitting the twilight rounds with Dan, uh, pretty much every single Wednesday and Thursday. Um, uh, probably the most golf I've ever played in my life as well this summer. Um, other than that, the general walks around the block with the two dogs now has added some excitement to the evenings. It is absolute fucking chaos in the Izagari household these days with a new puppy plus Pangos plus the cat, Mr. Leonard, Sir Leonard. Um, Leonard? Let's see. Travel. I just got back from a week uh, long trip to Mammoth Lakes, California. Uh, up in the mountains, rented out a cabin with the folks and, and my sister and my brother-in-law. Uh, we had zero service for seven days. That is always always a scary trip to head into, but God damn, it's so nice not having a phone or any sort of electricity for that long. It is great. Um, let's see. I've also been doing the wedding thing. We're boycotting a couple weddings coming up, including Jake's and Izzy's. Um, <laughs> no, actually, we, we banned Zane. I would like to throw that out. Yeah, yeah, for clarity, Courtney's cousin is getting married at the exact same day. Um, and it turns out once you get married, their family is your family too. Turns out so. Zane loves this cousin more than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I do have a fun little uh, story about Dan's bachelor party. Um, Zane will probably not be using Airbnb for a while. Uh, due to some uh, after reports that were uh, in, and investigations that were conducted on behalf of our of our group, um, I will not divulge too much into what the investigations entailed or what we thought they would entail. But ultimately, it sounds to me like a neighbor complained about our group because I was very vaguely questioned by Mr. James from Airbnb. Um, and he he inquired as to whether the police showed up at our house at any given time, uh, whether we received any complaints from neighbors, 
whether any of us were arrested. Um, to, to all of these reports, I was utterly confused about what this gentleman was talking about. I then threatened to cancel my Airbnb subscription all by myself and take my business to VRBO. And the investigation was closed within an hour of that threat. So Airbnb are frauds. Um, no one ever used them again. Uh, we are VRBO boys on this podcast now. Um, I'm fairly certain that Zane was sending me Airbnb links over the weekend. So oh, that's true. <laughs> well, that was already booked before. That was already booked before. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, but good stuff. Paige, what do you got? Uh, I'll keep it quick. Activity local. Been playing a lot of, obviously, hoops, but getting into some beach volleyball. Working on the agility and the hops there. Um, and been show- it's nice because my girlfriend is still relatively new to San Diego, so I get to play tourists with her around here which is always fun. Um, and then travel, heading to Chicago in a couple weeks. Stoked about that trip and obviously heading up to Washington for uh, for Jacob's bachelor party. So looking forward to that. Good stuff. Um, there you go. I'll, close oh. I'll close this out on this one. Uh, for local activity, um, I've been playing on a kickball team. That, is, uh, that has been quite something. Uh, we're a whopping one in five, I think. So not great, but it's a good time. And highly recommend if you guys have local leagues in Spokane or Seattle. Uh, and then for travel, uh, just this past weekend, I had the opportunity to go out and surprise my sister, the Reagan Hoon, as uh, her and her now fiance are now engaged. So shout out to Reagan and Fred. Hashtag Cowabunga Sprunga is now trending. Um, so love to see it. Um, but yeah, like everyone else, been to a lot of weddings, a lot of bachelor parties, all good stuff. Um, Fred, that was awesome. Go Fragan. Hubert, how bad are you at kickball? Oh, uh, I'm actually have gotten better. Um, it's definitely harder than you know. I gave it credit for. <laughs> so you, I see Cooper striking out for too many foul balls in kickball a lot. Yeah, it sucks that you get like two fucking fouls. That's <laughs> I, I knew that. You you Actually, it's not. I like, I either like just like candy and I just pop it up or yeah, it's like fouls. So still dialing in the kick. What do you play in the field, Coop? Oh, I also see the ball just bouncing off Cooper's chest trying to catch a fly. I'm usually I third or pitcher. Oh, I hold my own. Um, so yeah, the key is like positioning like your girls because you can only have two of the same gender kicking. So oh, I know these rules well, Cooper. I know. I know. I know. I I I heard in the past life you were you were uh, repping a kickball. So this used to be my main source of income. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, it's a it's fun, good way to uh you know meet people and hang out, kind of takes away from the monotony of the week. Uh, but lastly, and I think we can just kind of rattle off some random stuff, but favorite meals, drinks of the summer. Zane, I think this is kind of your time to shine. Yeah, what's, I mean. What's, what's been the best smoking Sundays thus far of summer 2023? Gosh, summer 23, it's got to be the 4th of July brisket. I feel like that that one popped off pretty good. Dan and, and Zambi got to experience that. Um it was pretty good. There's still some improvements to make here and there, but but overall, I think it went well. 
I do think kind of a hot take, my ribs that I made for them before were probably the best things I make. Uh, and I think that that was technically summer when we did that. Right, boys. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what? The uh, the over the fire cooking I did when I went camping with Courtney at Priest Lake, when we when we just cooked everything right over the pit in the middle of the campsite um we made some carne asada tacos over that sucker and that was absolutely fire it was marinating for like 48 hours before we threw it on uh this giant skillet that we put over the fire so it's good we got some we got a couple more plenty more time to to throw some stuff in if you guys have any suggestions you know open to hearing those uh i do think a pork butt some pulled pork is 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 in order is in order are you ever going to attempt uh, what Mitch Penny's uh, parents used to do, the full pig roast in the ground? <laughs> I think I will need to get some, uh, need to bring in the the squad for that one to dig a hole. I don't, I am completely unfamiliar with that style of cooking. We also need definitely more people than just Dan, Katie, my wife, and Zambi. Well, with that attitude... <laughs> Although I do think we got pretty close to finishing that brisket. Move a ham on that. Dan, I know you're a new proud owner of a Traeger. Have you whipped anything up on that? Best thing that I've made on the Traeger is actually a beautiful cut of meat that Zambi brought over when Katie was at her bachelorette party. And we just had a Zambi Dan day, threw some meat on the grill. It was absolutely phenomenal probably the best thing I've ever been responsible for cooking. I don't think I was really anything I did. I think Zambi just got a great cut. Zambi, what the hell did we eat that day? Uh, we're eating a uh, Wagyu. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, only, only the best kind of meat you can get. Zambi, <laughs> how, how expensive was that? How much plasma meat? did that set you back? Lucky <laughs> <laughs> um, It was three fillets for like, no, we got four fillets. Uh, oh it's like, God. 30 bucks <laughs> total yeah it's from uh Agers. what it was fantastic yeah. and that's not bad at all i was like whoa dan you can grill but then i ruined it last time we cooked a steak but don't tell anybody about that one zambi right i don't know what you're talking about yeah, boy. <laughs> good stuff does anyone else have something that they've grilled up hot dogs <laughs> um just I'll, I'll switch to drinks uh we've been it's been a big april spritz summer for us oh it is the summer of the alcohol spirits that is the that is an it drink uh -huh. right now it's a hot, hot take i did not like that when i went to italy not yeah, an alcohol spritz i'm not guy. an alcohol they don't taste good man. you're, you're nope. not cultured guys you're not cultured. too bitter it tastes terrible if i'm gonna drink a bitter drink it's gonna be an ipa baby <laughs> um I'll I'll just I'll chime in real quick. Uh, shout out to the uh, the Stokes Bears this weekend. Uh, they had uh, some spicy Palomas going. Huge fan. Ooh. Those were those... mango mule. I was a bigger fan of the mango mule. Yeah. With tahini. I don't know. After about two of those spicy Palomas, I was just <laughs> I was just gassing them. So <laughs> they were the 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 mango mules were good. They were just too like sweet for me. That's why you had to put the tahini in. Amateur. I love some tahin. Yeah. Rookie, rookie mistake there, but um, yeah, that's all I got, fellas. Any other summer highlights or things they want to worth mentioning? 
Well, oh, summer, well, summer's yeah. just begun, boys. We got if, some if things ahead of us. If you get a chance, go to a festival. I highly recommend oh, here here a festival. You don't, you don't <laughs> sleep for that much. You just get to hang out and have euphoric moments in a forest. Will, Will give your really give your crazy. elevator pitch for all the boys here to go to Electric Forest next summer. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. So you guys you have, know you have like 30 you love electronic music. You love it. You absolutely you love the lasers in your face. You love seeing a bunch of wooks hanging around you. And you get to do that for five days straight. Oh and God. five days? Well, it's four days of a festival. You go for the fifth day for the fun of it. Sounds like a headache. And, oh, no, no. The headache comes three days afterwards. <laughs> you finally get home and you're wondering, hmm, was that good for my body? And you're like, no, probably not. And then everyone's like, are you going to do it again? And you're like, Hell yeah. I can't wait to do it again. Well, and how many brain cells did you have by the end of that five-day trip? What was the question? Well, how many brain cells did you have left after that? <laughs> Not many, Coop, based on his answer. Yeah, they're still they're still rebuilding. Um, they're still <laughs> trying to figure out where they are in my brain. Um, I would say about 10. All I will right, say multiple man. times this week, I've just been like, Will, 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 and it takes them about 10 seconds to just register <laughs> Daniel respond. <laughs> Sounds oh, expensive. Oh yeah, the wedding's so cheap. And early hearing. <laughs> Cancel right. your weddings. Go to music festivals. Yeah, no more weddings. We're only going to festivals now. Or Taylor right. Swift if you're busy. Love if you have music and lasers. Oh, I and think lasers. Dan and I have a concert. We we may or may not be going to. We throw it out there. All American Rejects coming to Spokane. I completely forgot that that was something that we've had on the radar. Zane, <laughs> I know you went to Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton was was an elite concert, an elite concert. Uh, thinking about going to Alice in Chains as well, but I don't know if that's quite up any of your alleys. Is that, is that up Courtney's alley? That's the real question. Uh, Zane may be lone wolfing it to Alice in Chains. <laughs> leather pants grow out my hair just a little bit for it they're like i think that guy's a narc <laughs> <laughs> all right lads all right lads let's, let's circle the sheep in here going off the rails a little bit here hey man it's age it's been like what I don't, I, when's the last time we recorded that was like two months since we've had all six of us it's gotta be two months yeah, all so. six yeah yeah i've been one good Good to be back in the saddle. Yeah, always good to see you lads. We're uh, enjoying our summers, doing our summer vibe thing, recording once a month or so. But uh, obviously, as always, we'll be down in for the basketball season. Um, we'll give everyone the latest and the greatest, what we hear uh, in terms of Zag news and other sporting news. But with that being said, great episode, guys. Look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. Go Zags. Deuces. See y'all in Roslyn.